0: When do you head down to Baton Rouge? A
1: few hours ago. Oh, you're already there. I'm here. Yep.
2: There you go, Trey. I just asked one thing this week: get out of there before they lock the stadium.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I'll, I think I'll, I'll, I'll make sure to do that. Probably try to get out of there a little quicker. It was uh, got boy. into Sunday morning last time, so I was it'd be a part of that's on me, I guess, but. Uh, Yeah, definitely going to get out of there before uh, they lock me in.
0: Now, I've been told, Trey, that from the end of the game, you have two and a half hours in order to get out of the stadium. So you'll need to get your story written quickly Mm -hmm. so you can do your walk and talk. Just don't wear anything red if you decide to do your walk and talk outside Mm -hmm. the stadium. Well, if, if Arkansas, I guess, was on the short end of the stick, you could wear red. They would, probably wouldn't yeah. harass you that much.
1: It, it wouldn't matter then, <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, I've been here several times, so I'm I'm familiar with the landscape. But, uh, yeah, nobody wants to – I mean, I, I'll, if, I'll, I'll write an article when I get home. I'm going to try to do the walk and talk um, as soon as I can. But, uh, I mean, that's what everybody's really waiting for, so.
0: There you go. There you go. All right, now, you've had – All the way from Saturday night until now. What thoughts or what has differed from when you left the stadium, once you finally got out, that is, Mm -hmm. out of Reynolds Razorback Stadium? What's changed or has anything changed in your thinking about this upcoming matchup, Trey, with uh, LSU?
1: I mean, sure, yeah. You know, as the week goes on, you start start – you know, thinking maybe a little more positive, a little less doom and gloom. I'm sure. You know, you come off the emotion of it. Uh, I believe it was the uh, film executive Pollock who said, "Nothing is ever as good as it seems, or as bad as it seems." <laughs> uh, similar to that, anyway. Uh, you know, I, I still I, I've kind of been fixated on 14 penalties that Arkansas had last weekend. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, you're just not going to beat anybody doing that if Arkansas doesn't have 14 penalties. If they have cut that number in half, seven. I mean, seven still. good number but it's reasonable you know you have seven penalties maybe the the outcome is a lot different uh in the game uh turnovers you can't lose the turnover battle it it always comes down to the same things turnovers penalties, special teams key injuries uh i I don't think rocket sanders is going to play in this one but devon Manuel might and that could help them but i mean it comes down to turnovers to me and and penalties you know win the turnover battle win special teams, these kinds of things, um, you know, win the penalty battle. Those are the kinds of things that can keep you in a ball game. Uh, obviously, you have to have explosive plays and things like that. But uh, let's start with the penalties. Let's start with the turnovers. Um, so let's start with special teams. Those are those are big areas. Uh, that's If you lose those, you just don't have a chance to win, you know, uh, in a hostile environment against a very talented team. You just don't.
0: All right, Drake. I've got a couple for you by way of our Asher Record Service company, Lafayette feed Feedback. NASCAR guy says the offensive play calling is vanilla and predictable. With our O-line the way it is and the kind of running back, a running quarterback that we have, why are we not running any option plays at all? This would cut down on the O-line. Holding calls trying to protect KJ and put KJ in motion very quickly. It blows my mind. It's not even being considered. Now, one thing that uh, I think we will see different this week, at least uh, out of the offensive line, is they're going to move the pocket. They're not going to have him just stationary, KJ stationary back in the pocket. But your thoughts, Trey, on option plays.
1: Yeah, and maybe get the ball out a little quicker, too. You know, I'll Mm -hmm. say this, too. I saw them in fall camp working option stuff. I mean, I, I know that they've worked it, so it's in there. You know, they've, we've seen some read option. You know, we've seen some of that. Uh, I mean, you can remember a couple of games ago where I think Dominic Johnson maybe tried to clamp, on the, clamp down on the ball yeah. and KJ had mm-hmm. to pull it away. KJ pulled. Yes. So we've seen, we've seen that. Uh, but I've seen them do some other, you know, option, like more traditional-looking option stuff, um, you know, out of a more modern set, I guess. Uh, so it's in their bag. Uh, but... I mean, you got to, I think you have to, with knows with his offense, it, it, you know, it's a big playbook. And there's a lot of different things you can do out of it. And some of that stuff is things that KJ is comfortable with from his time uh, under Kendall Bryles. And so I think you go back to a lot of that stuff, uh, you know, and, you know, quick passing game too. But what KJ does best, if we're going to talk about what he does best, what is it? Throwing the deep ball. Uh, he is a, an extremely accurate deep ball thrower. And to do that, you need a little bit of protection. And so if you can't get that, then uh, then that's not going to work. But that's if we want to talk about what KJ really does well, obviously running is part of it, but uh, he can really throw the deep ball. So it, that comes down to, to getting better protection. And, and hopefully they've learned some things. I mean, it's possible, too, guys, that we don't know everybody's true colors right now. You think you know what everybody's got, but we're just now getting into conference play for a lot of teams. Uh, so it's, you know. We have a very small sample size right now. So I I don't know that we exactly know who everybody is. Uh, You know, obviously, Arkansas is 17 and a half point underdog on the road. You you don't see many teams pull that out, but uh, it happens. I mean, you know, nobody gave Matt Jones a chance when they went down to Texas that year and beat Texas. Mm -hmm. Nobody gave, nobody gave uh, Florida a chance at home to beat Tennessee last weekend. Things happen in college football. If you can protect the football, if you can force turnovers, you get some bounces your way, uh, then you might be involved in a ball game. And uh, I would love to see a ball game. I'm certainly not here because I want to, you know, watch Arkansas get trounced. So <laughs> uh, I would love to see a ball game and, and Arkansas have a chance to win it at the end. Um, that's about all you can ask for on the road is be in it till the end and have a chance. And if you can do that, then you can, you know, maybe win half the games. But uh, I mean, I, that's not my score prediction. My score prediction is LSU. I think I went 27-17 yesterday, which is a little bit closer than maybe the experts thought. Uh, but it's been a low-scoring game the last few years. I know LSU looks unstoppable on offense, but they didn't look unstoppable when they played Florida State. Uh, Arkansas has Arkansas is really kind of sputtered on offense. They just haven't found – they just don't look comfortable yet. Uh, but Arkansas's defense is playing well Uh, I think Arkansas has a good matchup on defense so we'll see the trick is you know a night game in Death Valley come out and and make a big play early you know that I believe that's what happened back in 2015 Uh, you know again Arkansas was was not picked to win that game yeah uh, big plays at the beginning of the game silence the crowd maybe play four corners as I've said like Kent State maybe that's a recipe for success (laughs) um you know, shorten the game and, and maybe, maybe give you a better shot. I don't know. But um, I just I, – I want to see a competitive game. I want to see Arkansas take a step forward. Obviously, you, you know, you'll want to see them win the game. But let's start with, you know, getting encouraged uh, that they can win games this year because right now, you know, I think people are very discouraged.
0: Great. From our Asher Record Service Company live feed feedback Uh, This one is from Magnolia Hog. He says, Trey, should Dominic Johnson be used for protecting KJ's blind side? He seems to really deliver punishing blocks.
1: Well, he's their best blocker, uh, and that was an issue last game. Uh, DeBinion missed on one that resulted in KJ getting sacked, maybe fumbling the ball. Uh, So, you know, Dominic, I don't know that you use them on swing passes and things like that. Like, you know, he obviously didn't perform that well, but Dominic can run the ball and he can move the pile and he can throw a block. You know, we saw, we saw them line up in that dead tee a couple of times, you know, or they tried to one time they got to delay a game. Uh, but, uh, you know, we've seen them do that. Uh, maybe that's a solution at the goal line or in short yardage for them, uh, but because Dominic can blow up a pile, but, you uh, and it does have KJ Jefferson under center. I know we all like that, right? In short, mm-hmm. yeah. But I think Dominic can absolutely have a role on this team. Um, he's just a different kind of back. But uh, I really, guys, you know what I've, I've said all week. I like a hot hand, and to me, that's AJ Green yeah. right now. I want to see AJ Green sure. get feed the studs, the bulk of the to. carries. Yeah, exactly. Um, and 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 stop with this. Let's let's get everybody. You know, even amount of snaps, and let's keep everybody happy. Let's let's go with the guys that are getting it done.
0: Yes, from Larry, he said, "I apologize, but I've not been able to listen this week." Drake, can you discuss the current injuries? And is it true that KJ is
1: banged up? He's banged up a little bit, uh, and I don't know the specifics of it, but I don't think it's anything that's going to prevent him from playing well. Uh, I just, I mean, he was banged up last week, but I don't like, I don't think it's something like, you know, we're seeing like when he played against Liberty with the shoulder injury he had, it's nothing like that. So uh, maybe it's something that slows him up, but you know, it's football and players get banged up and LSU's got guys that are banged up right now, you know? So now I don't know if it's going to impact it majorly. Uh, you know, Pittman hasn't been clear on Rocket Sanders. I'm not expecting to see him out there. Uh, and then Devon Manuel, I think we will see Devon Manuel out there, uh, maybe not starting, but I think we'll see him out there and and maybe end up getting the majority of the snaps. I, I hope that's the case anyway. After that, guys, it's uh, they you know they came out of that BYU game pretty good. You know, I don't I don't think there was any anything long term. Now uh, Tank Booker has been dealing with some soreness in his knees, but. From my understanding, Wednesday he practiced in full on Wednesday. They just kind of took the load off of him on Monday and Tuesday.
2: Trey, last weekend uh, they announced the starting lineup, especially in the secondary I'm uh, talking about, and kind of came out with two new starters out there. Uh, do you know what they're going to do tomorrow, or who the four or five they might roll out there?
1: Well, I would be stunned if they didn't shot, start nudy you know, given that mm-hmm. right, yeah. LSU. Yeah. yeah, and he, you know, they just – I don't know why they really mixed it up like that, but uh, maybe there was some kind of in-house deal or something like that. But Arkansas has two good cornerbacks in Jaheim Thomas and 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 Nudie. Uh, it'll be, I think that'll be Singletary. an interesting matchup. Yeah. Or, excuse me, um, Jaheim Singletary. Yeah, Jaheim Thomas' is linebacker, who's also playing well, by the way. But uh, I think Singletary and, uh, and Nudie are two good cornerbacks, and I think they've got some quality guys behind them. But, uh, you know, you go 6-2 at both of those cornerback spots, and those guys are very talented. We're very, very highly recruited. And Snacks can get out there if he needs to. You know, they've kind of done a thing where they've just rotated, you know, Hudson Clark and Jaden Johnson and Snacks and, and Al Walcott and just kind of moved those guys all around. Um, where Really, it's kind of been Hudson just kind of rotating all around all the all the spots to, I guess, give everybody a little bit of a breather. breather but. I think it's uh, you know I don't know if it's like uh, you know a top 25 secondary or anything like that, but from where they were last year to where it's they a are lot now, better, yeah. is <laughs> yeah. oh yeah tremendously, it's not just a gaping hole uh, back there. So I think I, I just I think they're a whole lot better. Telephone call for Mr. Biddy. Telephone yeah, they were the worst. Okay. Go ahead, Damon. <laughs> Go ahead, <laughs> <you>, Damon. <laughs> All right, this is Patrick in Bismarck. Uh,
0: yes. Patrick, Hi. good afternoon. Hi. Do you have a question or comment for Trey?
2: Yeah, so I just want to know uh, what he thought. If uh, Tesla if he can get uh, more involved
1: going down through yeah. this game. Yeah, I think they were definitely keyed on Tesla. Um, but, yes, I would like to see him get more involved. You know, Isaac is a guy that really just tests off the charts. He's 6'4", 215. He's one of the best jumpers, both vertical and broad jump on the team. Like, I know at the beginning of the, the uh, summer training cycle, he was out jumping uh, everybody, but uh, I think he was second in uh, vertical, uh, second in broad uh, jump. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. you. So
0: I had to ask a question
1: again. <laughs> oh.
0: Okay. Thank you. Appreciate the call. I'm
1: not sure what's going on. <laughs> last two I'm not either. Yeah.
0: All right, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna ask you this, Trey. What type of coverage do you think Arkansas is going to attempt on Malik Neighbors? That guy. Yeah, I, think
1: bracket, I think you got to bracket whew. him. Yeah. I mean, he's just been too explosive. And you know, uh, is it Robinson? I believe Brian. Uh, Brian Robinson, the other wide receiver, who's also you know very explosive. Uh, Uh, Mason Smith, the tight end, Mason Taylor, Mason Taylor, I think. Uh, The tight end, 6'6", 255 or so. You know, he got 38 catches last year. But with what Malik Neighbors has done, 13 catches for, what did he have, like 239?
0: Yeah, it was over 200 yards. I'm not sure exactly. Got over
2: 400 for the year. Yeah, it's interesting. They they haven't used Mason
0: Taylor much.
1: Well, he's been I'm injured. Sorry. He was injured. In, yeah, he was injured in the last game, um, but they're expecting to get him back this one. And okay, he was, I he was saying because he only had one catch against Grambling. I guess he got hurt in that game, and then he missed uh, Mississippi State.
0: Because he is such a playmaker. Yeah. Good gracious. I mean, he. Uh, I know he made several great plays against Arkansas last year. Uh, neighbors, by far, he has 24 receptions. 393 yards. He's averaging 131 yards a game and 16.3 receiving average, three touchdowns. So he's been very involved. The other player that uh, they involve heavily in the passing game is Brian Thomas Jr. Thomas. He has yeah. 20 receptions for 280 yards or 93 yards per game. So they've got some yeah. playmakers on the outside, but they always do.
1: No question. And I mean, it all, and it all starts with Jaden Daniels. I mean, to me, he's just, you know, the straw that stirs the drink. As they say, they've got some good running backs. I don't know that they have just like, you know, blow the game open, running backs. So they've got some good guys. They've got some guys that can, you know, they can hit it digs, I think, especially. And, um, you know, they've got a freshman Williams also Williams is a former walk on. Uh, but I don't know that they have just like, you know, some of the guys, when you think about great, running backs that have come through LSU. I don't know that that guy is on this team, but they got a good offensive line. they got a quarterback that can make big-time plays, and uh, they really have the wide receivers and the tight end.
2: Yeah, Daniel Daniels leads them in rushing 153 yards, so 50 yeah. yards a game so far. And those guys have been a little the, banged
1: up, too. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that, yeah, very true. So, the height advantage for the Arkansas wide receivers against LSU's Defensive backs. Uh, Florida State kind mm-hmm. of exploited that. You've got six four, six four, and six seven possibility out there for Arkansas. You talk about the deep ball. Trey, is that somewhere they can take advantage of on the uh, down the seam, down the sidelines? Yeah. In my opinion. I think that's what they should be going
1: after. They need to. They need to try to do it. If they can get good protection on KJ. I think that they can. That's maybe an area where they could exploit. Uh, you know, going into the season just listening to lsu writers and podcasts on lsu that's that was always just to a man the weakness you know was yeah. the, the secondary uh i believe they had a guy get injured also um uh, you know earlier in the year maybe in, in fall camp uh, of course greg brooks isn't going to play and you know that's obviously a, a right. that's a shame for him yeah but um you know, on the, as far as it goes on the football field, that could be an area that possibly Arkansas might be able to, to find a crack in, in the LSU defense, you know, on the other side of the ball, I think, uh, you know, maybe getting to Daniels, they've given up, I think seven sacks this season so far. Uh, so maybe that's an area where they could find a little, um, a little way to, uh, to balance things out. But yeah, to answer your question, that should be now they're pretty strong overall, but if they're. If you had to pick a weakness, then it would probably be their secondary.
0: I'm not sure they have a weakness.
1: But. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like I said, if they do have one, that yeah. is it. Yeah. yeah.
2: That that definitely could be exploited. So Trade talk uh, we talked about KJ being banged up earlier. Mm-hmm. On the short throws, I know Tesla had four receptions for 26 yards. It, uh, those are read option plays, correct? Where he, he's under center, coming up, and throwing the ball out wide to Armstrong or Tesla. That, that's what they were doing last week. It just didn't seem like he had the zip on his ball. So that's what made me question if he had a shoulder injury or something was going mm-hmm. on there.
1: I don't feel like he has put the the same zip on the ball the last couple of games. You know, I think against right. Kent State, he was a little off. And I think about that the second play against Western Carolina, where he hit Jaden Wilson. And I know that's just a short pass. You know, there's a short screen. I believe it was a, a, a bubble screen uh, right around Tesla. But the ball could not have been thrown better. It was right, right out in front of him, right under his chin, leading him, leading him a lot of velocity. It was a great block by Tesla and, and, and Jaden Wilson did the rest. But um, he was he was making some of those same throws and he was I felt like he was just kind of off the mark maybe a little late on some of the throws that he was doing um, yep. so maybe that was some of it too and and but it also could be maybe he's he's just trying to think about what he's doing a little too much and he's he's got to cut loose and he's got to be KJ Jefferson that we all know and have grown accustomed to uh, if Arkansas is going to have a shot in this one.
0: This one is from our Asher Record Service Company Life and Feedback. It is the T.J. Hammonds question. <laughs> uh, this from Anthony. Do you think the wide receiver from Fayetteville will play more this week? He needs more snaps. Wow. And he's not talking about T.J. Hammonds. He's yeah. talking yeah. about uh, Isaiah Satania.
1: It almost feels a little bit like 2019 when I was just going, why are they not – why is Traylon Bird's only touching the ball three times? Again? Yeah. He's got a on that level, but they they got to get him involved. I mean, he's yeah. too explosive. He's earned it also, I think.
0: Trey hogsports.com. He brought to you by Asher Record Service.